The Doctrine and Devotion Southwest Conference is going down on Saturday, March 21st at 10 a.m. in Burleson, Texas at Graceview Baptist Church. Our theme for this one-day micro-conference is Contending for the Gospel, Protecting Orthodoxy, and Promoting Unity. If you're local, if you're in the area, you want to sign up for this, head on over to DoctrineAndDevotion.com, look for our conference tab, and check out the Southwest Conference. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, not Missouri, St. Charles, Illinois. Mm, And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Yes, you is. Yes, I am. You are. You're the executive pastor. Here I am. You, you yeah. are. Are you setting me up for failure right now? No, not at all. No, you no. are. You're setting up a joke. Nope. That's a joke no setup. Joke. Here nope. it comes. Nope. I was trying to. F- uh-huh. I was trying to remember what your title is at uh-huh. the company that you work for. Ah, uh, yes. And you are. And let me see if I can remember. Executive Vice President of Operations, or just nah, nah. Vice President of Operations. Yeah. Yep. Vi- VP. You're the Veep. You're the Veep. I'm the Veep. You're the Veep. All right. Cool. So, Veep there. Veep here. Is it the same thing, kind of? Nah. 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 Oh, you, yeah. You you get your way. Oh, yes. At the other place. Oh, You yes, don't always yes. get your way here. No, 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 no. no there's no, a congregation no. and, then, and yeah, there's elders. Yeah. And, and every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make the executive. I even text Brian today. I yeah. was like, all right, if this is going around in a circle one more time, executive Jimmy's coming out. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna make the decision and end conversation. Pa-pow! Pa-pow! Done. Oh, it's good to hang out, man. I've been looking yeah. forward to it. I've been looking forward to this all day. Man, I was at... Uh, was gone. After, Sunday was great. We had a yep. great, great Lord's Day gathering, and then I had to leave. And because uh, because it was just too powerful. I, you know, I was spirited away. You were spirited away. Okay, to, where did the Lord send you? Well, I was in uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. I went uh, to the Village Church to join ninety nine. Which is in other, where? Where is it at? It's in Texas. Yeah, yeah. You, Flower Mound. Continue. Yeah, whatever. Nobody cares yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. where it well, is. Well, there's multiple locations, so. Yeah, but yeah. we went to the main one because it yeah, was an Flower X-29, yeah. X-29 gathering, uh, 99, 100 of us were there uh, to talk about the whole uh, oh. firing of Steve Timmis and mm-hmm. how that went and all of, and everything. So we're going to get into that a little bit later. But Jimmy, you don't know what happened when I flew out there and uh, and flew back. You know no. that there was, you know that something happened, but you don't know what happened. So I, I, I don't know I, what happened. I saved it to share this this humiliation. You saved it for right now. I wanted to share my humiliation with you. On air. On air. To get live. your reaction. I want to see. We're you want to see eyes, my. And I'm going to tell you. Locking eyes has never gone well for it's us. It always goes well. That's how the magic happens. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, <clears throat> All right, start. So, All right. I'm ready. So Deb, the ministry assistant here, yes, yeah. set up the flights, uh, the car rental, uh-huh. hotel rooms and all that. So I got all my stuff. I got out. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom. I go to... Um, I go to O'Hare, okay, and uh, I've got the my pass on my phone. You yep. know, good, I, I good. Show them that. Show them my. They got to show them your driver's license. Show them my driver's license. Mm-hmm. Got onto the plane, flew, bumpy flight, whatever. Get off. Get into that DFW airport, which is a disaster train yes. wreck of a place. I it hates. Houston is fantastic, by the way. Oh. But continue. So I to get to the um, the car rental place, I got to hop on a yeah. bus. We wait for like 25 minutes. The uh-huh. bus shows up. There's like 30 of us out there waiting, too full, can't get on. So the, everybody starts yelling at the bus driver, you better send more buses. So then yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I ain't got time for this. So I got in an Uber. I got an Uber. They took me you to- You are one of the most impatient- I don't so like standing here's around. The thing. You were there a day early and you couldn't wait the additional 20 minutes? I wasn't a day early. I was hours early, but not a full day. It wasn't 24 hours early. Okay, you went on Sunday. The meeting was on Monday. Yeah. 
All right. So you were less there. than 24 hours. Yeah. You were there because it was cheaper that and way. You couldn't wait 20 minutes. Well, I didn't know how many buses are going to take. So here's the thing. I took an Uber to the, to the place, uh-huh. right? Took yeah. forever. The guy had to pay a toll. He was really yeah. annoyed. And FYI guys, I just want, I'm sorry to keep interrupting, mm-hmm. but Go I ahead. want people to understand. Yeah. This is what it's like to travel with Joe. No, it's not. Cause I just yes, do whatever you say. No, when no, you no, you do yes, not. I do. You, yes, you I do. Complain. I complain, but you I do what you say. Because I know what I'm doing. And then, but hold on. You say, I know what I'm doing and you say, you do what I say. And then I say something and then you try to like change it. I don't me. change it. No, nope. you do. Nope. You, you sit there and ask questions. Oh, yep. That's and, not changing and, and, it. No, 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 but don't ask questions. Do you want to hear my story? Do you want to hear my story? But anyways, so you're so impatient. You had to get a yes. Uber. The guy's mad because he's got to pay toll. Go. So I get to the car rental place mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, I'm like, what's up, man? Confirmation number. I'm like, here, Joe Thorne. Great. You know, like Bugatti, whatever, whatever Deb got me. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, that's what I, she got it, you. It, it was actually a uh, Hyundai Elantra, I think. So anyways, uh, I go, he's like, great ID. And I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. No driver's license. I lost it. Hmm. I lost my driver's in, now, in route to there and it's gone. I don't have it. It's not hmm. in any bag. It's not, I have one bag, hmm. uh, pockets, bags. So you didn't gone. leave it at the TSA? Nope. All right. So that means you left it on the plane. Yep. Or in the back, the walk, the, you put it in the seat, like how nope. you lost the pajamas I got us. Nope. I lost the pajamas. I remember what, what else did I, you know what I lost in South Africa? Glasses? Passport? My passport. You... Are the worst. I am the worst. You are the worst. I need to start wearing one of those things. You know, like the little 12 year olds that travel by themselves sometimes and they have like that <laughs> necklace with the big pouch on it and they have all their stuff in there. Yes. I need that. That's what you need. Hold I on. You it. need someone to walk you through the airport. Yeah, I, I would. You I would need like an that. That's why. That's why I like it when you walk me through the airport. Feel <laughs> First of all, you sit there to complain. It's fine. That's what like, I do. You're like, we have to run there. We have to. No, Joe. Well, it gets worse. We get to. Oh, it gets worse because, because now I can't rent the car. So I got to Uber everywhere. I got to Uber so everywhere Uber or beg everywhere. for a ride from other X-29 guys, mm-hmm. uh, which I didn't do. Um, and then uh, on the way back in. Because you don't need no man. No, I don't need no man. So I go. So now then, how did you get on the plane home? Okay. Well, first of all, I'm like, this is no big deal. I've got a firearms identification card. Uh-huh. I've got a concealed yes, carry card. Yes. I've got photo ID issued from the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they ain't taking that. No, which so, is, yeah, it's not your, they your were state like, ID yeah, or the new one that you're yeah, supposed to have. Yeah, so they're they're like, no, nah, we can't take that. Now, here's the thing. TSA in Texas, very nice, very friendly. I'm sure so they were. So like, um, they're like, uh, uh, all right, well, listen, you, you, we can't let you in with that. We're going to have to do a full search. You're going to have to get the full pat down. I got the Jimmy treatment, the old Jimmy treatment that you yeah. used to get before you were in pre-check. So, <laughs> before I made sure I was like, they knew, hey, I, I, right. I can do my global entry. Well, so I like, that's, it's my fault. I can't complain. It's all mm-hmm. on me. And like, all right, come over here. So, um, he's like, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to really search. I'm like, no, that's fine. And he's like, don't I'm really. going to, he said, I'm going to have to touch you. And I'm like, I know it's my fault. Just do whatever you got to do. He goes, don't worry. I'll use the back of my hand. And I'm like, your knuckles. Like <laughs> that's supposed to make me feel better. Yeah. I, it's want, rough. The, I want the soft yeah, part. Like, what do you do with the back of it? It's weird. <laughs> so anyways, so I get the full, like inside the pants, the whole thing. And there's yeah. nothing on me. Did, he, did he give you his number? No, but, oh. he, but you know what they did? They swabbed did the inside. The in, they swabbed the inside of my <gasps> bag. Oh, my I thought backpack. you were talking about the, I thought you were going to say they swabbed the inside of your mouth, mouth with for all, DNA with all your trailer teeth. <laughs> oh, my trailer. Yeah. No, I do have, I do some holes in there. So they swabbed the inside of my uh-huh. bag. Um, and I was wearing my backpack. So backpack, not the, uh, no, Okay. And what do you think happened when they swabbed the inside of my backpack? Uh, there was gun residue. Yep. <laughs> so then- <laughs> is, is that the right term? Uh, well, it was some kind of residue that set off a thing. It said like S13 or something. And I was watching it and I'm like, oh, here it goes. And it went off. And I'm like, what's S13? And she's like, we can't tell you that. And I'm like, well, 
but I'm guilty of it. So can't you just tell me what it is? Like, no, I can't tell you that. Want me to lose my job? And then the other guy, he's like, we're going to have to look at every single compartment, tear this thing apart. I'm like, that's fine. I know it's my, it's my fault. Um, and I, and so I said kind of foolishly, I'm like, well, you know, back home, like, you know, I have guns and ammo and sometimes, you know, and he's like, you talk way too much. I do. I start to, and he's like, there's a gun in here. And I'm like, no, there's no gun in there. I'm just saying like, that's why long ago, less is more. Yeah. You just sit there. I'm like a privileged white guy. I don't normally get this. You don't understand how this is. Mm -mm. Short answers. Yep. Eye contact. Yep. Smile. Yeah. Short answers. Yeah. You don't, you don't offer anything. Yeah. You, now I know. Ask nothing, say nothing. Now, now that, I know. That's my motto. Okay, well, I'll live by that from now on. So I got to go get a new driver's mm-hmm. license, and then I got to go get that pre-check, pre-check global pass thing. You're, why? Yeah. You're never going to be invited anywhere. I just got one today. For where? Uh, it's actually, I think it's in Texas, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, hmm. Where are you going? Let's hear it. You don't even know who it is. No, I just got it. Just, it literally came in minutes ago. So I don't oh, know. Hi. Yeah. oh, Mr. Big Deal so here, over here. All right, here. so let's, 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 let's just do an episode where we talk. We're going to talk about... Um, a bunch of different stuff, yeah. right? Because yep. we got a lot to talk about and thought we would talk about this Acts 29 thing because we mentioned it earlier. A lot of people listened. Um, even Matt Chandler, president of Acts 29, listened to our podcast on the Acts 29 stuff with mm-hmm. Steve Timmis, who was fired. And um, and so we've gotten a lot of good feedback, but we just had this meeting with- um, When's Matt coming on? Hey, Matt, 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 hey, Matt. you need to come on, Matt. Matty, Matt. Come let's, on. Let's do it. Come on. Now, I'm, assu- I'm assuming Joe forgot to ask you since he forgot his ID. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk to Matt. Oh, oh, you know, he was flanked by bodyguards. (laughs) Stop it. Don't, don't give that. People (laughs) might believe that. I saw his wife at uh, Starbucks though. When I went to go get a Starbucks, she was just sitting there like, I'm pretty sure that's her. I've seen her on stuff before. And then I asked some guy and he's like, yeah, you want to go talk to her? And I'm like, no, No, that's weird. Hey, you want to go talk to her? You don't know me. I don't know you, but you're Matt's wife. Like that would be weird. So I did. So, um, so we were there and so we thought we'd give you an update about, um, what, where Acts 29 is at from our perspective. And the meeting was good. There were 100 people there. So the regional leaders, there's five of them from North America or the five network leaders. Uh, there were board members there. Uh, our good friend, uh, Dougie, was there. Ooh, he Dougie Logan. So uh, it was a good meeting. It was like a time of worship. And then we just got right into it. And it was a very detailed, a very thorough, and I think a very honest and transparent sort of telling of what happened and they were answering any questions, hard questions uh, and whatnot. Um, overall, it was a, it was a very good meeting. Um, the, me- the overall message of that meeting was essentially um, this is why uh, Steve Timmis was let go initially, uh, which had to do with uh, a small range of problems that had come to light. And so they were definitely going to transition him out and send him on sabbatical, and then if things could work out, bring him back in. Yeah. But then, so some sort of like restoration. There's a restoration right. plan, which is That's I good. think is fantastic. I love when organizations do that. But then, as things were kind of unpacking more very rapidly, and then they found out that this, that this article was coming out, they had no idea beforehand. And then the article was coming out, so they learned more. Matt talked to, he did an interview with this person um, who actually goes to an X twenty nine church who wrote the article. Oh, um, okay. So he, he kind of, you know, he talked to them and got, got more information than they talked to Steve. And then after more things had transpired as quickly as it happened, they decided it has to just be a clean break. We just have to let him go. Um, and we're not looking to bring him back on. Now, um, they, w- they'll, they will admit, um, I think it's pretty clear that Matt has said regarding the five men or the five people that were fired um, five years ago who had complained about Steve. You know, what, what we heard was... Um, those people were let go because what they understood at the time 
was that um, they couldn't follow Steve's leadership. Um, Steve was definitely a, a hard guy to work for. I think that's fair to okay. say. But um, but they their their perspective of the complaints had more to do with um, following this new direction. And even if that wasn't the whole thing, um, there, there might have been more to it to, to letting these these people go. But they did let them go. And what what Matt said was that. I should have looked more carefully at and dug into those specific complaints. Okay. So looking back, he says, I, I should have done a better job with that. And he's actually already stated that publicly. So I think um, where we're at now is... Now, hold on. Yeah. If I can interject. Now, I wasn't at the meeting, no. so I definitely have questions that you're not going to be able to answer. I can uh, answer. No, you can't. I can answer. All right. So saying that it was just about the direction, yet you look at the letter, the mm -hmm. letter is very specific about the leadership. Of Timis, right? So and that does that does not fit the yeah, narrative. I think what they were, I think you know what 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 has been coming out in these conversations is that Acts twenty nine was a completely disorganized, chaotic organization. You know, okay. To call it an organization is almost a misnomer because there was no organization. Everything ran through Mars Hill. Mm -hmm. um, there was no budget. There were no clearly defined roles. It was just get it done. So when Matt came on, they began to transition this to an actual organized organization. Mm -hmm. And so there was a lot of changes that were happening. And they were then they to decentralize it and make it more of a global operation required a much like some rapid changes. Yeah. And so those rapid changes moving the cent the central offices out of Texas and over to England was a big shift. And there were people that were struggling with that in particular. Like that was a that was a problem. Yeah. And uh, may not have been the best move. I don't know. Like, what do I know? I don't know for sure. And I, and I understand that aspect, right? It's just that when, when I hear, you know, channeling them say uh, it was more about the direction, not the individual. No, when, no, they didn't say that. Oh, they, so they, that's the impression I got yeah. because the letter was very specific about the individual. Yeah. 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 So what, what, what I, what we've heard was that um, these five people could not follow uh, Steve's leadership style. We're going to get to the letter. And, all right, all right. and the, this, there was a lot of, of baggage kind of between Steve Timmis' style, his thoughts on America and all of that. So there was a lot of tension. America. Then, then the, yeah, that's right. That's why we win everybody. Um, <laughs> Which I can believe because, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time in Europe. There's definitely a, of course, a, a feeling. Yeah, Europeans yeah. hate America. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, that's yeah. not a shock. So, but, the, so a lot of those complaints were viewed, I think, at the time, I would say were, were viewed incorrectly. Uh, as these are misgivings about leadership style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't really amount to much. I think now when they look at it, they can see they amounted to more. We should have looked at it. So the mistake was made there. Yeah, um, which they, it sounds like they're, they've admitted. Yeah, and, and so admitted. What, what's encouraging for me in all of this, because I was pretty discouraged about how this sort of unfolded, but what is encouraging to me is that um, they admit, here we, we should have done a better job at investigating early on. Um, we should have had a better, a better methods for critiquing our leadership yeah. without any potential blowback, uh, for, for saying what's wrong with somebody. And they're looking to make changes at the, at high levels, mm. which is funny to me that there would be, yeah, never mind. Sorry. The blowback part, like any organization, there might be blowback. Yeah. But there's, but there needs to be a way for people to say, I've got a problem without it getting right back to the boss who said what, and not getting smashed because of it. And I don't, I think that there was, um, there were, there were occasions where that's just that the opposite happened, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, you, you need to protect those employees, you know, from the one above them yeah, yeah. from getting, you know, crushed. 
Yeah. So that, that, yeah, again, then that just shows that person shouldn't have been in that leadership position. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think and, and we should be able to have honest conversations, direct conversations, right? Yep. Like, you know, as, as, uh, you know, having you as my subordinate, you're free to say mm-hmm. what you need to say. And mm-hmm. I listen to you and, uh, I don't blow back. You know, I don't punish you for it. I just mm-hmm. ignore you. I don't know. I feel like sometimes you're a little, a little aggro. Yeah. So yeah. you're admitting then that. I'm, I'm in charge. Gotcha. No, 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 no. I heard you. I heard mm-hmm. you. We mm-hmm. all heard you. Thank you, Joe. So here's, the, I know a lot of people are really chomping at the bit and a lot of people are saying a lot of bad things about Matt and, and all of this. Listen, honestly, from, from everything, my, my conversations with Matt, my conversations with other pastors, um, the, the pastors that I know in Acts 29 are good, godly men. I, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by them and their character and the way they do ministry. I'm sure there are some nuts in there. There always are, but yep. the ones that I know are not. Just like way. in every, every, yeah, every, every organization, every network. When it comes to Matt, um, I believe that um, I trust him. I, I believe that he believes that what he did was the right thing. I don't think that, um, uh, I think he mishandled a couple of things here, but um, they're trying to make it right. So um, they've actually went back and had conversations with the people, with four of the five people that were fired. Go back, okay. have conversations, try to follow up, uh, apologize where they went wrong. They've been doing that stuff. So all that's actually yeah, very that, good. Yeah, that, that's encouraging. So um, I, I think that uh, I, I'm very comfortable saying I, I, I appreciate Matt. And listen, I don't have any obligation. To, we don't feel any obligation to anybody. Like we'll tell you no. exactly what we think. We don't, I don't really care uh, if people are upset with what we say. We just say what we say. We say what we think. So um, I trust Matt. I really do. Um, and I'm hopeful to see change happen at high levels uh, for uh, accountability, transparency mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, maybe more utilization of the JOFO. Yeah. I don't It's know. only certain regions that like us. Have you noticed that? Well, I'll tell you they, what. They, they, they love us in New Zealand, hate us everywhere else. No, here's the thing. Um, even while I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there and uh, at a table, there's all these people. And I don't like, I don't know the people from our, from our Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. And I know a few other people. So this dude comes over with a big beard. He's a big guy. And they're like, Hey, this is, you know, this is Brian. This is, you know, Jeff. This mm-hmm. is blah, blah, blah. And they get to me. Like, this is Joe. And I go, Hey, I'm Joe. And he goes, Joe Thorne. And I was like, and everybody at the table is like, oh, here we go. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, Joe Thorne. And he's like, man, I love the podcast. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. That's right. A29 just doesn't love us. No. I, you know what? I, maybe they just don't know. I don't know. Hey, A29. Nah, they don't love us. <laughs> they don't utilize us. Well, listen, um, the X, that, that's the update on the X29. And we'll, we'll share more as we're, we're going along. But every year, uh, we evaluate, are we going to stay in the network? And mm-hmm. so we do that every year. We always evaluate every year and see how we're doing. And I think that's actually a good practice for the network. You need to evaluate, or you want to stay in the network, you got to sign the covenant if you're going to stay in. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like you give your feedback to the organization and say, hey, here's some of our thoughts. Uh, and then you don't get those any responses, which is also yeah. great. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we, we've, we've given some <laughs> feedback. Every year. Give some feedback. <laughs> Every year. But, you know, maybe they were so convicted by it. it just takes time. Oh, maybe that's process. it. Maybe they're Not even it. like a, hey, thank you for your thoughts. We disagree. And we're going <laughs> to. I like, I actually respect that. I can respect response, that. Yeah. I can, what I don't respect is the, uh, oh, thanks for your thoughts. And then that's Crickets. it. Yeah. Well. And then nothing changes. And it's the same old. And it actually probably just got worse. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm on the fence I'm on the fence alright what about uh, Matt's gonna have to call me maybe Matt, we'll stay Matt Matt ain't gonna call you Matt maybe we'll stay cause first of all you only FaceTime you refuse to use the regular phone call you only FaceTime yeah people. you know it's why really do you know why so you can look at their eyes and see and if they're I can lying. see if they're lying yeah to me. I know how you are and make sure there's no one else in the room mm-hmm. yeah well they could be on the other side of the camera dummy no 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 people are not that smart okay 
All right, go ahead. Right. Let's go with this. No, let's uh, go we with got some the, mailbag. That was the whole crazy stuff. Let's get into some mailbag. Yeah. Who's first? So here's less crazy. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> this is this is crazy at 11. Uh, so uh, we're allowed to say the name. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, ben Mayfield sent us an email. Uh, Dissident doctrine in my podcast playlist. Mm. Hi, Joe and Jimmy. Uh, so as I've said before, I love your guys' podcast, and I think you're doing a lot of great work. That's right. Here we go. However. Oh, the how is always a but. It's always like, hey, man, I love you, but however, every time I go to listen to an episode, I get the recommendation for Stephen Furtick's podcast since I once downloaded a few episodes when I was young and foolish. Can I truly be saved with this red on my ledger? Best regards, Ben Mayfield. Well, obviously you can be saved. Obviously, ben. yeah. I mean, like you know, the the, the atoning work of Christ cancels mm-hmm. out all of our sins mm-hmm. and our debts. But you can never be cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you you can never listen. There was we've all been young yeah. and we've all been foolish, but um, you know, we don't all like uh, steal a car and crash it into a lake. That's a dumb thing to do. And this is, you know, like one of those things where like, okay, you can say that I was young and dumb, but you did something that is really embarrassing, downloading a few of the Stephen Furtick podcasts. Yeah, for sure. And I know, I know this is like a, a joke, you know, email and everything <laughs> like that. We're, we're treating it like a joke, but I do want to hit on just real fast, Joe. Mm-hmm. I know, but I do want to hit on, I think the seriousness of, I think there are some people that would look and say, you know, Hey, I've had this in my past. Right. right, and, right. I, and I think it's all, it's a reminder of uh, how young and impressionable we all can be mm-hmm. when we just become Christians, right? And to uh, for young believers out there to be cautious on what you're receiving in, uh, and to actually evaluate it, you know, right? Because and yeah, maybe God's going to use parts of it, but still evaluate, move on to something better. Yeah, don't don't fret about how you were. Focus yeah. on how you are. Focus yep. on the Lord that that you know, because like like everybody, right? Kids are dumb. Mm-hmm. And kids make dumb choices because we're kids. We don't know. We haven't. We're not mature. And when, right. you're, when you're a brand new Christian, you're dumb, baby Christian. Like we don't know. We make. Yeah, we, I mean, we all do it. Yeah. Some of us, you know, more charismatic or Catholic or Anglican. Who? Yeah. Know what you, I was. you throw Anglicans under the bus, man. You're gonna get some hate mail. <laughs> I went to an Anglican church. Yeah, but you were just hating on them. No, I wasn't just now. Yeah. No, that was me. Some of us were part of the Catholic Church, Anglican Church, Charismatic. Okay, you got a, you got a, you got a, there's a spectrum there. There's a there's spectrum. A very, very big, like a cornucopia. I, yeah. I, you know what? I, I made the rounds. Yeah. I, I made the rounds. And you settled on the end of the Reformation, which is a Reformed Baptist church. That's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I, I settled. What about uh, this guy? He sent us uh, an email. We're going to leave out his name. All right, go ahead. This is on church plant poaching. Ooh. It says, uh, hey guys, just had a question for you. Obviously. Bro, you don't that's why you're that. sitting. I mean, like, you don't need to tell us what you're, that you're going to tell us something. It's like, it's like, hey, before I tell you something, I just wanted to tell you that I'm going to tell you something. Anyways, he <laughs> says, what are your thoughts on a church planter poaching members of other churches and how would you approach them? I think I am in that kind of a situation and I don't really know how to approach him because he's our pastor. Do I even try to approach him? Approach them? Thanks, guys. Hmm. So I'm not exactly clear because there's a lot of them and him in there. It gets yeah, a little confusing. The impression, okay, here's the thing. I can I can understand this. Just oh, so you, you got know, this? I can, I, I got because you have to read Steve McCoy's emails. And Correct. This is so okay. I understand mm-hmm. Steve McCoy. <laughs> so he's talking about he's part of a church plant that's poaching yeah, members from that's, other that's, churches. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, uh, personally, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I, there's a new church plant comes in. It gets 
especially in a smaller town, people get excited, even in a large town. I shouldn't say that. Uh, people get excited. They want to, some people want to get in on the new, right? Some people are looking for an excuse because they're mm-hmm. disgruntled. So they want to leave. There are superficial reasons. There are bad reasons. And there are good reasons. Yeah. Where somebody might join a church plant that are already planning to another church. But I would say if the goal of the church plant is to make disciples, right? Then I would be wanting that to be my focus, make disciples, right? To be doing outreach, reaching out to the community, uh, proclaiming the gospel, um, that being said, people got payroll to meet. <laughs> I'm, I'm being serious. There's pragmatism here. I'm, I'm just saying I've not been in that position where you are. Your, your family is on the complete, like you're, you need that, that income. Yeah. I so, know it sounds really harsh. I'm just saying pragmat. So I'm not going to sit here and, and judge this guy for doing it, but I'm just saying, cause I wouldn't do it that way. I would be looking at how could I be, be sent in as a missionary, my support being raised from outside so that we could do this new work in this community. Right. But I don't know what's going on in here. I think that uh, to use the word poaching is itself, you know, um, it, it's sort of leading uh, the discussion. Right. So good point. The, so like, the, the real question is, is, is it fair for a young church plant to take people or to encourage people from other churches to join their church plant? And uh, it depends on why. It, I, for me, I would say that. Um, so, like Jimmy said, that there are superficial reasons that somebody would leave their established church mm-hmm. that has been home to them for the new thing, and that's because it's new or because it's exciting. That's a weak sauce reason. Oh, I you, agree. You should not leave your church for that. Don't do that. Oh yeah, and some people want to get on the ground floor so they can be in leadership. Yep. They, yep. There are selfish reasons for that. Oh, like, yeah. oh, and a lot of church plants attract these people that are like, oh, I can get control of this thing. I can finally, this will finally be a place where I can do my thing. Mm-hmm. All right. So no, um, none of these other pastors will listen to me. Yeah. I wonder this yeah, one might. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. 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 So, um, so there are, there are superficial reasons. There are bad reasons why people would want to um, to join a, a church plant. But then there are good reasons why somebody would leave a particular church where they are a member to join a church plant. And those reasons would be a theological unity. I don't have, like, if you don't have theological unity with your current church, because maybe you are reformed and you're going to a non-reformed church, or maybe you're not reformed and you're going to a reformed church. Those are good reasons. So like, you know what? That new church is actually exactly what I believe. I can have theological unity there without creating any division in the church. That's a good reason to go. Also, some churches are of a, it doesn't even really matter what the size is, but some like young church plants will oftentimes uh, attract people who want to help a new work. They just are excited about, hey, this is an opportunity for us to to do something new. And they and so not because it's new and exciting, but because they feel called to be a part yeah, of a yeah. new work. So that's a good reason for somebody to leave. But if they're going to leave their church to join the church plant, then they had better talk to their pastors. They had better say, hey, listen, here's what's going on. Here's why I want to go and communicate all of that to them. If they can't do that with a clear conscience, then they have no business going. Yeah. And I know for us, I mean, we, we try to push people out the door in the church plants. Yeah. Yeah. Take as many <laughs> take as you as can. Take as many as you can. We're as, like, especially people on this list right here. Yeah. No, this, when we sit there, to, we tell them, we go, listen, we're going it, to, there's going to be a giveaway. Yeah. If you join the church yeah. plant and you're there for six months, you know what? Six months of I your just tithe. Add, I actually, six months of your tithe, we give them back. I just added the Earls and the Husses to that list, by the way, that for the giveaway list. Then you might as well add who you might as well add. Mm-hmm. Say it, Jimmy. You want me to say it? You want me to break? You want me to break your heart right now? You want me to choose right now? I want you to choose Sophie's choice. This thing right now. You going with them? You going with me? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe. Come on, Joe. Yeah. That's not funny. You guys with your matching boots. Anyways. <laughs> 
three, three, three dudes I, walking around with well, the same brown boots on. Well, actually, the other day, on Sunday or afterwards, because mm-hmm. you look like three I, amigos. Greg yeah. and I have the exact same, mm-hmm. like the exact same. Yeah. And someone walks up like, um, did you guys go shopping together? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 no. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't included in that fun. Oh, you, you're telling me you would have wore them? No. You won't wear them? You laugh no, at things like this. No, no, no. If they were black, I'd wear them. I am looking at some black suede ones. Okay. Well, I'm not wearing suede. Come on. Oh, come on, dude. They go great with like with jeans and you know, a nice oh, and a nice lure shirt. bell bottoms. Yeah, it sounds no, awesome. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Like you have your jeans and then like a nice like sports coat. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really looks it looks smart. All right. It's well, a good style. Here's the thing on Jimmy and I both agree. Focus on evangelism. If you're a church plant, focus on evangelism. Reach the lost. And yes, you are going to attract people to your church. Make sure they're coming for the right reasons yeah. and give them every reason not to join. Give them reasons. We, we still do that. Here are reasons why you might not want to join this church because I just met with a guy and he was like, well, I don't, I don't agree with this. And I'm like, well, that's what we believe 100%. We're all, that's, that's us. You that's know? right. So if it's not a good fit, then move along. No harm, no foul. That's right. Earls, we go with you. So Joe. Yeah. You know what's coming up in September? You know, we've been promoting the Southwest Conference a lot because it's it's, it's just fantastic. a couple weeks away. It's yeah. But we want to look ahead mm-hmm. September eighth to the nineteenth, uh twenty twenty in mm-hmm. St. Charles, Illinois. We've got our fourth annual conference. Yo. Is it the fourth annual? Fourth annual. And you know what our theme is for this two day conference? No. Oh, you better learn now. Oh, you better tell me what it is. I got to prepare. <laughs> covenant theology, God's That's promises right. for God's people. Now, listen, if you're going to do covenant theology, though, mm-hmm. you got to, like, you and I, we know covenant theology. That's but right. Nobody wants to come to just exactly. hear us. Talk. Who so, we got to bring in somebody big. So, Stephen Furtick will be arriving. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who's going to be? I do. Dr. Sam Renahan. Can we call him Sam the Man Renahan, just like his dad? <gasps> yeah. You blew my mind. Yeah. You mm-hmm. just blew my mind because it's that. even better. The Jim it, the Man Renahan is good, but Sam, Sam the, the Man, man Renahan. Renahan. You know what? It didn't even mm-hmm. that didn't even like register. And then for he me. could pop up and be like, "I am Sam." It'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Here I am. Yeah, I am Sam the Man Renahan. Yeah, this could be good. So he's gonna be our keynote speaker, and you know, Joe and I are both gonna also be speaking as well. Uh, but we're gonna be walking through the biblical covenants mm-hmm. between God and His people. So you want to head on over to DoctrineDevotion.com. You want to go ahead and get that early bird special while you can. I think it's through what? Ooh, I gotta look. It's, it's you know what? You better do it now because it's, it's probably gonna be gone soon. So just get in there and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Jump on that thing. Yeah. I can't remember if it's like May thirty first. Yeah. Or April 31st. It, it took a while for us to get this, all the details together on this That thing. part I don't remember. Mm. So just go register now. We're also going to have, here's what's going to be different for, for all you guys coming out, uh, everyone coming in mm-hmm. early, right? So usually we do our hangout Saturday night. Right. This time it's going to be Friday night. Yeah. Open to everyone. Friday night that way, because we were noticing, uh, we have a lot of people coming out to the hangout, but there was people that were like, man, I have to fly home. Yeah. So now we're doing it Friday night mm-hmm. so that you'll be around. It's going to be a good time. Can't wait for it. There's a big banner. You can't miss it. Just go to our website, doctrineanddevotion.com. All right, Joe. Now, I think we're going to want to talk about your favorite subject. Yeah. Yeah, we got a we got an what, what would you call it? The the accidental intinctionist? Is that what you would call <laughs> Is that what guy? you call it? It's no. What's the subject of the email? Soggy communion. No, the subject of his email. Oh, drop my bread in the wine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's Michelle. Oh, it's a it's a lady. Yeah. It's a lady. I don't know why you thought it was a guy. Well, because Gillette is like a razor, and I think of men shaving. And it's oh, I just Gou- said her name, Michelle Gillette. Sorry, Michelle. And it's Gouliette. It's Gouliette? No, that's Gillette. No, bro, you really got to learn. That's, that's Gillette. <laughs> you got to learn. Get out of here. Anyways, uh, 
I accidentally dropped my cube of gluten-free bread <laughs> in the community cup of wine while dipping. All right, Michelle, you're hilarious. I fished it out with a piece of pita and ate both. <laughs> she had like lunch. She had, she, had like, she had like a snack. Am I in trouble? Well, well, it depends on where you're at because you might have the coronavirus. Yeah, that's definitely d- dirty stuff right there. Yeah. All them fingers, dipping the bread that's in there. That's just gross. Why do people just think of all the oils on your fingers? I understand the pragmatism, but it's just gross. Touching, like, th- th- like those fingers are touching ATM machines. Yeah, money, your uh, wallet, money, your car and, seats, your and kids, your body. Your seats. Yeah, it's, it's like, 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 the, just even think your hands might have just been on the church pew. Yeah. And they're called you the pew. They're called pew for a reason. That's right. Okay. So listen, you're definitely in trouble. I don't know how much trouble, but you're definitely in trouble. You might have three weeks left. Okay. But a couple things, um, just, just to say, all right. So, um, you, you get a cube of gluten-free bread. I'll, I'll forgive the gluten-free bread. We, we do the gluten-free bread because we actually have people with celiac disease. Mm-hmm. So we want to protect them. Uh, but it's a cube. I don't like the cube. I don't like that. I, I, Square. I don't, it's like, they're just like cutting it in. I feel like you need to tear it. I wonder if they just, do they have, do they use like one of those apple cores and they just chomp it down? I don't know. What That'd be doing. efficient. Yeah, but I don't like the cube. It's like your mom no. cutting off the crust of your so bread for It feels a like sandwich. that's what they did. They cut the crust off, right? Mm-hmm. And then now they're just sliced and then they go and then that way. Where did you get the piece of pita? You have it in your pocket? She's like, oh, I dropped my bread in the communion line. I better, <laughs> oh, thankfully I have this piece of pita in my pocket and I'm just going to, like, where did she get that from? All right. Well, you'll be dead in three weeks. So, all right. Nice knowing you, Michelle. Thanks nice for Nice knowing you. And Corona has taken someone else. All right. Joe, preaching. Here we go. We got it. We got this email from uh, from somebody. I'm not gonna say his name. I don't know. All right. He's in, he's in Kentucky. He said this, Joe. I would like to see a couple of your one page sermon outlines that I have heard you talk about on the Doc and Devo podcast. Oh, big deal, Joe. I am thinking about trying that method of what I take into the pulpit. Would you mind sharing? I appreciate it. And so, yes, I will. Um, well, first of all, I sometimes put them up on Instagram so you can see them. But that's actually this is actually how Jimmy and I both preach. We both preach from a Basically, it's a half sheet of paper where we handwrite our notes in two columns. Yeah. And we tuck that into our Bible. Um, and it works really well. I've been doing that for, I guess, 13 years. Yeah. I used to just do a half sheet and like it would just go across. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like the two column method. I was like, oh. You get more in there. Oh, that's mm-hmm. even better. Yeah, yeah. I used to just do like like little bullet points. Yeah. This this way. Um, so basically the method for, for Jimmy and I is, and we can just kind of riff on this, Jimmy, right? Because it's, yeah. so like sermon prep is probably like it is for a lot of people. Like we, we, we start by reading the scripture yep. and meditating on it, meditating reading it, reading it. Yep. Yeah. Maybe, uh, taking the passage. I like to write out the passage mm-hmm. and then start to, uh, like study it, like go through, you know, circle keywords, make connections there. But it's weird because when you do it, you do it in Greek with a calligraphy pen. So it takes a long First time. First of all, not Greek. Stop it. it. I don't do it in Greek or calligraphy pen. But, uh, so yeah, I, I like to just kind of maybe map it out, see mm-hmm. what the flow is, what's the argument, what's the context, was there something beforehand, you know, that's that's leading up to it? What does it is it being readdressed later? So I, I really like to just kind of map it all out mm-hmm. exegetically, and that's before we use the tools, right? It's before yeah. we use uh, lexicons and commentaries and all of that. We're just before we before we open Lagos, um, unless we're just looking at the passage in Lagos. We're just looking at the scripture. We yep. always start with that, yep. and so that's a big emphasis for us. We're going to get to the tools and all of that, especially if we have questions. But we start off with that, and while we're doing this. 
um, I think it's fair to say that both of us, we're not even thinking about the congregation, not intentionally anyways. Not we're at this point. very no. much focused on me. Like, what does this text say about God? What does it say mm-hmm. about his law? What are, what are the truths in here? And how do they relate to me personally on my level in my life? We want to preach it to ourselves yeah. so that we are feeling it and being challenged by it because that is where real passion and preaching comes from. When you've experienced the truth of God in your soul, now it's yours to share, right? Yeah. You've ex- so it's very much preaching to ourselves throughout this whole process, but we make sure that we start with that. And then we start using, um, you know, tools to help us understand things that we might've missed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're wrong in our, in our assessment on our own and somebody will correct us. Oh yeah. That. When I, when I look at, it, I'm like, man, I had this great thought. I write it down. I'm like, yeah, he even rhymes. Yeah. Mm. This is fantastic. And then I'm like, Oh, no one else had this thought before. That's probably not that good. I probably should have had this thought. Yeah, you better verdict this thing. <laughs> this is a, this thought was a heresy. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, because listen, I know some people. I shouldn't say some people. I know there's a danger for a lot of young preachers and pastors uh, to be clever. Right? Oh like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna find some. There's gonna be something in here that they haven't seen before. Yeah. Yeah. You're not that clever. No. And you know what? Here's the thing. The people of God, they. They, the, the people of God, if they're spiritually hungry, they don't want clever. They want truth. And they do want it to be communicated in a way that they can understand. So it needs mm-hmm. to be comprehensible. It needs to be memorable. Um, and it, how you turn a phrase and how you word things are, all of that's important. Yeah, but, I'm not talking about that. I'm nope. talking about like when I bring a new, new ideas, meaning, new yeah. idea, new meaning that, mm-hmm. you know what, the early church didn't have. And uh, every... Every piece of writing we have after. <laughs> yeah. When the guys that are like great theologians and scholars uh, correct me, I, I listen to them. Mm-hmm. We all need teachers, right? God gave the church teachers That's for right. a reason, and we all need them, pastors included, of course. So so we do all of that. And then we focus on outlining. So the, the probably the keys to what – the things that make the way that we preach uh, maybe some – not even unique, but, but the things that are important to us is um, a lot of time in the Word – uh, appropriate use of, of the tools, but we focus on um, preaching to ourselves, yeah. having a sermon summary. Oh, really important. Of That's the whole really, thing. really important. This is basically a simple sentence that um, comprises the whole of what you want to say in a way that is simple and hopefully easy to remember or write down. Like this past Sunday, I preached on the persecuted church. Yeah, that you know, that the people of God are promised persecution and perseverance. Yes. Close, but yes, that's pretty close to what I said. It's not exactly what I said, but yeah, yeah. Jesus well, promises his followers persecution and perseverance. Yeah, so see how I made Pers- it better? Yeah. Did you no, notice you did, how? No, you no, yes, I did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Yes, because it was did. Jesus, and the whole thing was he's like, yeah. I'm the one. No, no. See, here's, here's generic the, here's God. The thing, here's the generic thing, God. Here's the thing. Generic you know, God. So God is so generic Gen- to you? To you, it obviously is. No, just I'm like just saying, it around, and it was you Jesus. Forgot it. You, you forgot it. the second person of the Trinity. First of all, you forgot your service summary. No, I didn't. I leaped it. I was getting ready to say, you stole my thunder. No, I looked into your eyes, and I saw that blank stare, just like you forgot your ID. I can't even see right now. I saw. My glasses are out of focus. <laughs> the prescription needs to be refilled. So, so you're so welcome for, for you know kickstarting your memory. So here's here, so for us it boils down to um, clarifying that sermon summary because the sermon summary everything that we're going to say is going to revolve around that sermon summary yes, yeah. and they're going to be able to remember that they might not remember your points one two three four five or however many you have but that sermon summary we want them to get and then that'll stick you know everything kind of sticks to that. Um, and then um, we use a very simple outline on two columns that allows us to um, look down briefly at our outline and then look back up and stay focused on the congregation. Because uh, we, what we have found is our people like it when we preach this way. Yeah, They like it because they, to, they say 
they feel more engaged by us as preachers. Now, there are some people that preach from a manuscript and they're very engaging and they're not staring at their notes. Yeah, that, that takes a really good skill. Like it takes a- that's, that's a Mark Dever brain. You need to have that Mark yeah. Dever brain for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't have that Mark Dever brain. So, um, yeah. I know. Yeah. I sit under your preaching. I know. Yeah. My sermon summary. Pretty, pretty basic. Pretty basic. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, that's yeah. Persecuted and persevered. <laughs> All right, let's let's do this. Why don't we wrap it up? Why don't we wrap up today's episode by yep. reading? You know, Jimmy, you always ask our listeners to give us honest five-star five reviews. Five-star reviews. Honest, honest five-star five star reviews. reviews. Well, we don't always get five-star reviews, do we? Yeah, so I'll go ahead and start. Sometimes sometimes we get one-star reviews. Sometimes we're maybe two-star. You know, two, some of these are... Here, here, here are some of our favorites. Okay, here's a two-star one. Uh, <clears throat> by Smo... Wait... S-M-O-J-O-80? S-M-O-J-O-80. S-M-O-J-80. Smoj 80? Something like that. All right. These guys are so into themselves and it is distraction from the message they are attempting to give. Mm-hmm. I quote, one of the many books I have written includes, like, come on, guys. <laughs> now, oh I, don't, I don't think this brother understands sarcasm. And yeah. he must, he, this person must be new. Because they have not heard me make fun of your little booklets. Yeah, I know. Like the whole, yeah, th- th- that was just simple misunderstanding. That, that's gonna happen though. People are gonna people are gonna sometimes <laughs> think the worst because of the jokes that we make. Yeah, they're gonna come in halfway through. It's like going to a movie halfway through. You don't know what's going on. Oh, go ahead. You want you to take the next one? Oh, great. Yep. Um, okay. the The title of this review on iTunes is "Women, You're Not Worthy." One star review by Praying DC. This pod- that's praying in DC. Oh, praying in DC. I can't read. This podcast's hosts explicitly, repeatedly espouse the hurtful beliefs that women must quote submit in the church, and that women's voices aren't worthy of being heard. I respect their right to believe that, but I won't listen to someone dehumanize me. Unsubscribed. I don't think she's actually listened to us in the first place. Yeah. I, I don't remember ever saying uh, women voices aren't worthy of being heard. We actually actively train any willing woman on how to preach and speak. Yeah. I, but you know what? I appreciate that she respects my right to believe this. Yeah. Well, you know what? Praying in DC, I'm unsubscribing from you. What you <laughs> think right. about that? All right. Here's a one star from KG, KJ, King James. It's gotta oh, be, it's got to be King James. James. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is, this is deep. Here we go. Unhealthy for pastors. They will turn inward and hate their congregations except for their fans. <laughs> I don't know what's going well, on. Well, what can you say about that? You know? Hey, yeah. You know what? We, like, you, you well, know, first of all, there's a, there are senses in which we are unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. look at us. We're not exactly tip top shape. Pictures of, of, of health. No, no. Um, but okay. All right. Well, we've got, uh, we got another one. Oh, here. I left this one for you. Thank you. This one's um, this one's right on the money. I got to say, like right. they've got our number here. Yeah, yeah re- just read the review okay, first I'm, before the name. Okay. The name is actually good. Yeah. that's okay. The name leads me to believe this is a joke. Continue. Fake pastors, fake churches, fake, fake, fakey, fake. Bye, bye. Bye, our junk. The gays. You guys sound like effet. I think they mean effeminate. Yeah. Effet. Car salesman, LOL, selling crap to stupid people. Thanks for doing your share to spread the global homo agenda. I'm sure Soros is proud of you. When are you hosting Drag Queen Story Hour at your church? <laughs> I don't what know what to say to What this. the heck? I, it's a one-star review, so it's got to be serious. Otherwise, it'd be a five-star review. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you ready for the... Here, here. Who submitted this? Okay, ready? What's his name? 8675309. Song. Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Is this Steve McCoy Pond? No, because yeah, he wouldn't I know. It's not Steve. Like, we've got like almost a thousand reviews. We have yeah. a, pretty much a five-star rating. It's, if you look at it, it just says five stars. There's yeah. a few people that, that really hate what we do and what we are. You know what happened though? Mm. Um, I didn't even know this happened. They, the, the people know, the regular listeners know that my nine-year-old son, Killian. Killian, I know you're listening to this right now while What's you're What's up, Bonger? What's up, Bing Bong? How you doing? Um, so Killian listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. He loves it. And I was, I ha- when, I, when we collected these, I was looking at our reviews. A couple times a year, we actually look at the reviews. Yeah, we don't yeah. actually actively go and look at them. And I was looking through it, and there's a, there's a review, gave us five stars. Mm-hmm. says, I like this podcast because it's my dad, and it talks about God. Mm. I got to be honest. That made me feel like a million dollars. Yeah. That made me feel yeah. like, yeah, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine yeah. song. What's yeah. up? Now my did your son, son fix his heresy? <laughs> oh, cause he's got a lowercase G for God. <laughs> Joe said that. He said that like a proud father. He's like, I sent to Jimmy, like, look at this, man. Isn't this so encouraging? And what'd you say? <laughs> your son's a heretic. <laughs> you, you sent me like asterisk capital G God. Like you're correcting him. I'm like, thanks a lot, bro. I'm missing the point. Trying, I'm trying to like, so like, this is cool. Celebrate I with know, me. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Love you, Bonger. Mm-hmm. Bonger, you are the man. You, you are. are the, you are the man. Bonger's our number number one fan. Number one fan. We love him. And if you don't know why we call him Bonger, don't worry about it. It's just a nickname that he's had forever. He doesn't like it, but too bad. That's how too we bad. It's, it's what it is, Bonger. His name is Killian. We call him Bonger or Bing Bong. All right, Jimmy. This was fun. We got to wrap it up, man. Yep. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineDevotion.com, and there you can email us. I knew it. I knew you were going to say it. I knew, that's why I said you had to email us. So you can hit up, you go to JoeFoStore.com, and there you can br- grab, grab our some gear. gear yeah. Right there. Yeah, so sell, sure. sell, sell, sell. Sell, Homo sell, sell. agenda. <laughs> Where does that come from? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Did he mistake us for like, did he mistake us Happy for Rand? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was I at? Listen, Dr. Voshin Conference, we got the one in, uh, end of this month here Texas. in Texas. We got the one in September, the 2021. Both are going to be great. Head on over to drvoshin.com. There you can register, sign up, and get on it. Fresh pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Later. Later.